I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey everybody, welcome back to Oops the Podcast. I am Julio. He is Francis. C'est moi. What's up, dude? Je suis Francis. Je suis Julio. I'm here. We're we're not queer. Thinking about it. <laughs> sure are. Um saw a really jacked guy today. How was that? I haven't been able to stop thinking about him. How did he look? Well, he was wearing a t shirt that looked like it was his daughter's t shirt. You know, you ever see a guy with such a good body that it looks like he's borrowed clothing from his daughter. <laughs> you know? Because it just nothing could possibly just fit him. Fucking huge, man. <laughs> yeah, they don't make a shirt that even in the body, if it fits, the sleeves are just not they look like uh you know, they look like tourniquets. So do you ever start thinking like what that guy had to do to like are you because you know that guy Nick Simmons? No, but you've told me about this guy. Yeah, he's a comic. He's like a like bodybuilder effectively and they do the thing on their podcast where they will discuss whether or not people are natty right which do you think about that too no not really i i kind of uh i just assume every really hulky guy i see is doing it the right way Mm -hmm. unless they look preposterous right where you know way too vascular veins right plugging out of their neck i don't know but but this dude was just he looked kind of like uh, a linebacker in the middle of the season. Okay. He just looked like he looked like a pro athlete, which mm-hmm. made me think he's either a personal trainer or, you know, right. something of that ilk. Something where like something fitness. You don't he's look spending that, a lot of his day on it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. need to you need to have a a job that allows for hours and hours daily of fitness and dieting. How are your nagging injuries? You know, something something comes up. There's a I have I have warning lights that come on in my body mm-hmm. um, when I'm going too hard. And it, and then it, what do you do? Do you take a break? I or fucking chill out, dude. Scale it back. I really do. I'm very careful now, and unfortunately, that's kind of what's going to prevent me. I think the dream of being cartoonishly jacked at my wedding is dead. Really? Yeah. Also, Sierra kind of made the point like, she was like, what are we, what are you doing? Like, why do you even want that? She goes, that, that, that would be the equivalent to me changing my body so much where I become, you know, emaciated and rail thin. You see a lot of women for mm-hmm. their weddings lose too much weight, mm-hmm. I think. I've seen that many times. And uh, because be- people become consumed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, the pictures. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, she, I've I've said to Sarah many times. I'm like, you, you look amazing right now. Obviously, you know, not that it, not that my opinion matters, but like, I think you get married like this. Like, what could be better? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, you know, she's got a very healthy attitude, like wanting to, I guess, tone her arms up a little bit. But it's not like she has like weight to lose. Mm-hmm. And um. She said, yeah, you getting that cartoon, transforming your body that dramatically would be the equivalent of me losing like 30 pounds from here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, touche. 
So <laughs> talked you out of it. Yeah, I don't know what my goal is now. I think maybe we've reached the the height of my my bulk. Um, and right now, and now I'm going to start just slimming down again. We we climbed as high as we could. You were, I mean, I can't tell with the shirt that you're wearing. The last time I saw you, you were looking pretty fucking huge. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I think that this will be the most jacked I've ever I will ever get. Is this the most jacked you've ever been? Uh, no. I think when I was 22, I was probably more. You're huge. Yeah, but this is the <laughs> only time I've taken creatine. Mm-hmm. Dude, I I don't weigh as much as I th- I weighed myself, and I expected it to be at least five pounds more. And so you weigh the same amount? No, I weigh more, but not by that much. I weigh uh-huh. 211. My normal weight's like 206, 207. That's like a weight where it's my resting weight. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to start going to the sort of cardio type classes and stuff like that. And really just, I don't know, it's all going to melt off. And anyway, it would be like 205 again. Yeah. How long will that take? Two weeks. Mm-hmm. I feel like a failure, man. Dude, I'm- but now you've just made a very important point, though, that like, like as far as, as the like cartoonishly jacked thing, like literally why? It's not like you look better that way. I don't know. I thought it'd be fun to have big bulging muscles. <laughs> it could, yeah, it's fun. I thought it'd be fun to have boobs and cleavage as a man. So you just think in order to get to that point, like you're probably like you could easily hurt yourself. I don't think I can eat enough mm-hmm. to do it. Um, I'm not interested for some reason. I'm not. I don't want to take protein uh, because I don't want to hurt my kidneys. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um and I I just can't eat enough food. I'm traveling too much. I I don't have access to the type of food and and refrigerator that I would need. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm probably not working out enough. I don't know, dude. It just it's just too hard, man. Mm-hmm. It's like a full time job. Like I've seen, I've heard stories about guys on like movie sets. Like the guy who like plays the jacked guy. Like bringing just like two giant bags of his own food to set every day. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. And weighing your food and chips. Your, your food can never be more than 10, 10 yards away from you. It's crazy. It's like a parole officer or something. It's, I don't <laughs> even know. You're just, it's disgusting. Your mind has to constantly be on the chore of eating, of mm-hmm. consuming protein shakes, all this bullshit, prep, food prep, waking up earlier so that you can fit more meals in. Jesus. I can't do that. I can barely sleep. <laughs> You know, so all right. So what about uh, okay? We, we I want some more updates from you. So the landlord dispute. Are there any updates there? With no, nothing. No, and now I don't know what to do because I think it. I think the case has fallen through the cracks. Is that even possible? Does that happen? My guess is that they. I filled out the form and I told them to send the summons to the location where I would. Uh, write my checks to but it's possible that that location is no longer where they have their office yeah, at. i like haven't been able to serve them and they can't find them mm. and do i really want to go back into the court and try to figure out where they are the problem is that now i'm regretting that when they did offer me a settlement of a quarter of the security deposit i turned it down because now i would take that it's been so long that would have been 1800 bucks or something could use that money. Yeah. That, that that would have covered some of the food that I would have needed <laughs> to get as jacked as I wanted to, get to be. To your jacked goals. It's a lot of rice. Yeah, dude. You can buy a lot of rice with $1,800. That's 
<laughs> you wouldn't believe how much rice I'm you can sure buy. you could feed you know, because the entire you, you, let me tell you province of China. Have you ever you ever boil a cup of rice? It's so it's it's amazing how small the rice is before it's cooked. You boil a cup, you scoop a one cup of rice, right? And you do the whatever two cups of liquid. You cook that shit. By the time you take that top off to fluff it up with your fork, it's full. It's it's as if the rice have had children. I know it's crazy. Each rice had at least a child. Dude, I love rice. By the way, rice is awesome. It's really good. I'm a big fan. What's your t- favorite type? I don't like like preparation wise, no, like sticky, basmati, white, oh, brown, I don't, all of it, dude. Black. I like it all, and I love. You've got to have a favorite. I don't know. I don't know that I do. I wonder Depends if people think this is interesting. Talking about our favorite type of rice. It might be, dude. I mean, there's just so many good dishes that are rice dishes, dude. Like seafood paella. Yeah, yeah. Fried rice, Cris- dude. Crispy rice. You know what I crispy like is rice, I love a rice. sticky coconut rice. Mm, that's fun. That is I like fun. That too. I like that yeah. too. Well, I think that's. I don't know what you'd call that, uh, but that's definitely like a white rice. For sure. Yeah. I hate to be that guy, but white rice, I mean, I don't eat it that often. Mm. Chris is, is making the point that there are different classifications of yeah. white rice. I, you know what it's I do just, like is, an, I think it's called like an arb, arborio rice. Oh, yeah. I think that's the one that you make. Uh, uh, it's always the ve- the non, it's the vegetarian option on so many menus. Yeah. we I remember having it. Yeah, in that. Our, what does that make? Having it in our cabinet. What was it? What can you make that with? What's that turn into? Mush, risotto, risotto, mm. risotto, risotto is good rice. That's good rice. Really good. All right, off the rice. Sorry. Um. Well, dude, I have a funny story. I don't. I'm not sure what reminded me of this, but so our our pal Ricky, he gets his haircut at his house. This guy comes over and cuts his hair. For him. Baller. I like that. Which is just like, yeah, it's like a. It's like a baller thing. I like associate that with something that a rapper would do. Because they don't, they're too famous and they don't want to go out in public to get their hair cut. Yeah. So, there's something about it that is this sort of, it's like a step in one's life that I was unaware of that existed. Mm-hmm. So I actually made that point when I was sitting there watching the guy cut his hair. I made the point like this is, I made some comment about like rappers and I think he like didn't know what I was talking about. And I was like, I, there was a chance that, like, I if I didn't clarify, like, he could be offended by that. Mm. <laughs> so it, he was just like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. This is just, like, something, a, something that I would think a rapper would be doing. Yeah. Getting his hair cut in his house. I don't know. And all this, like, buzzing. And also terminology that I've never heard of. Like, tight. Like, all this, like, shit that I'm like, dude, I tight don't. fade? Whatever it's going on. I don't well, know Because you don't get fades. I don't. Yeah, I don't. You don't get a fade. Do you? Yeah. So you know about all this stuff. Mm, not well, but I would know what a fade is. Chris knows what a fade is. Chris, Ryan knows yeah. what a fade is. Do you? So when you go, you have a guy you go to though. Yeah, and you go every couple weeks. I go often. Nah, yeah, probably every every six weeks I get a proper haircut. Okay, but a lot of the time I'll go you every three weeks to do a little sides and back shape up. So Ricky gets his haircut a lot, and he always has, and he kind of like has this. He'll always have like kind of like a manly barber kind of thing, like. I don't know. It's, it's always been something that fascinated me because I never like have done any, any of the steps that he does with getting his haircut. I've never done any of them. So anyway, he's getting his haircut and the guy, this is really funny. So like we had had a couple of drinks and he's like, Oh my God, my haircut guy's coming over. Do you guys want to come over? So we go over there and in the middle of cutting his hair, the barber realized he had forgotten like a crucial piece. 
Ricky had to leave in the morning. He had like half a haircut now. So it's like, it's like he had like a shelf, like his hair, the next step of cutting the hair couldn't happen. So he almost looked like a guy who dances professionally at parties. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you're like, this guy could only be, this is the only job this guy could do with this current haircut. Uh, so we, it's me, him and this guy, Zach, uh, this guy, Zach, who where I, I work with, he works in a little bit too. So, um, we all think it's hilarious now at this point. And the guy's like, I got to go back to Queens real quick to get this piece, but Damn. I'll be back. And you know, the guy lives pretty far away in Queens. So we're like, I'm like, dude, we should go. Cause he has like a, like a barber situation, like in the, in his backyard, in the basement. So now we just are on this, like road trip to queens to get his haircut he was cool with you guys coming to his house yeah i mean he was just so like shook about the mistake that he had made yeah that he was like happy that and we rode in separate cars which i think was an important distinction of like okay what's acceptable and not draw a boundary but i have a picture here that i think you're gonna really enjoy so this guy had like his little barber station like in his backyard and there was like a sign and then like he had a bunch of like weed and shit like Mm. this if this guy was like 18 he's like the coolest this is like the coolest man cave you've ever seen oh it's like weed video games uh and dude it was like surreal it was surreal being down here yeah getting the haircut with this guy look at this look at this whole setup dude oh he does this not look like truly has (laughs) some music video a an actual barber setup in his home in like the basement in the backyard and this is versace right there's no way it actually is. I think it's like Versace gets knocked off more than it any. It seems like a knockoff. But anyway, this guy had a pretty fun little setup back here, dude, and it felt very. That's cool. It was a very funny field trip, dude. That's interesting. That is something. That, that's a classic example of something you would never do without having had drinks involved. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and i said if you're thinking about starting a podcast i'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor anchor and then you'd say go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast see all the best analytics you could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony it's a way that any person can look at it and be like "Ooh, that's pretty and also it's our podcast and there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. You know that there's this uh, there's this weed company in, in New York that was like a designer weed. Sorry, this is before the haircut had been finished. Oh, yeah. I kind of dig it. Right? It does yeah. look kind of sick. Yeah. Um, okay, sorry. Um, there's a designer weed that... It's called like uh, Chris. You've probably heard of this. These, these two guys, they they started making these like it's something grocery or like Buddy's Grocery or something. Have you heard of this? Or B- Buddy's Bodega. Buddy's Buddy's Bodega is what it was called, and it's a uh, two guys that would sell weed in New York, but they would get these really rare strains from california or wherever else or make it themselves and then package it in these this like limited edition sparkly almost reminiscent of like pokemon cards 
and the weed would sell and trade in the same way that limited edition sneakers would. Interesting. And the New York Times did a huge article when about was these this? guys. This is recent? They're still going. Okay. But now that le- weed has become legal in New York, they're trying to figure out how they are going to uh, le- incorporate into the legal weed business and whether or not it's even worth it for them to pay for the like license or to c- continue going underground. But they, but they are, you know, they're out in the, they're out in the open about it. Right. I don't know. It's crazy. It's cool. I'm interested. I almost wanted to buy some of their merch. Probably cool. This is a similar problem I had, Chris. I have this desire to look like you guys, to look cool and to to have you come in one day and tell me, whoa, cool sweatshirt. (laughs) Buddy's Bodega. I I didn't think you even knew about that. Francis, I didn't know you knew about that. Um, and I'm always asking Chris, especially when we're not podcasting, but we're out having drinks or whatever. I'm always asking him, like, what, what's cool? What should I be wearing? And he told uh, this other kid I knew, I know, told me about a cool brand. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but one day I'm going to show up wearing something, and you're going to be like, "What the fuck?" Have you ever seen the movie The Train to Busan? No. It's like a Korean zombie movie. It's really fucking good. But it just reminded me of the opening scene of the movie. This guy's like this businessman. He's super busy. And he asks his assistant, what do, what do the kids think is cool these days? Yeah. And he gets the kid a Wii for uh, her birthday. And when she opens it, she kind of looks over. And there is a Wii set up as well as another Wii because he had already bought her a second one. And now this is the third one. Just like prove that he's not a good dad. I was like, oh my god, this is fucking sad. Oh, oh, he'd already bought her and didn't yeah, even yeah. realize, didn't remember it. Uh-huh. But the story arc is kind of he ends up saving her from zombies and then he redeems himself. Well, it's a really good zombie movie. If you guys, I'm not seeing that movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you like, dude. Oh my god, Hillary comes. I was watching it on Sunday. Hillary comes back from yoga, and <laughs> I don't say anything. I'm just watching it. She sits down on the couch, and it's like a scene where you just, just yeah, and she goes are you serious? <laughs> She's like, are you serious? She goes, this is the worst possible thing that could be on the TV right now. Sunday afternoon. I, I can think of, I can think of a few things that would be worse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like hardcore gay pornography. Right, yes. If she came home and you weren't even touching yourself, you were just watching. It. I was just casually saying, oh yeah. It's like, what, what are you doing? Like, oh oh awesome. no! It was, it was just what was on, and I was too tired to change the channel. <laughs> what channel is this on? I had to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> channel six hundred eighty-four. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, did, speaking of weed, did I ever tell you guys this story when we were in Boston about the guy who was smoking the joint in the lobby? Did I tell you about this? We were together. You saw him doing that. I don't know that we checked in. We must have. I don't know. I, something happened where I don't think you were with me, but you might have been. There was a guy smoking a joint in the lobby. Mm. So, okay. So, you know, the hotel that we stayed at, you walk in and the lobby is actually on the second floor. So, the first area before you get to the elevator, there's like seats that you can sit in. There's not a lot of people down there, but it's like you're waiting for your Uber or right. like those kind of people. Right. There's a man sitting in there smoking a joint, which is like, okay, good. Like, good for you, dude. There's yeah. no shot. You're going to last very long doing that. Like you're going to get kicked out. You know what I mean? So I'm like, enjoy it is my thought. Uh-huh. I go up to the room. I put my stuff away, whatever. I come back downstairs a half an hour later. Same guy's still in there. And he's now 
filling out a job application to work at the hotel. <laughs> I swear to God. I even I looked to make sure because of how insane that seemed. And I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? How on earth? I bet you they hired him. Right? Like, what is he thinking? I like that guy. That guy's a good guy. What is that guy thinking? You know, he probably... Uh, he probably wanted to get in the right mindset for the interview. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. What a crazy decision-making process. Here's a, here's a pickle. I've got, um, you know, I know these episodes coming out next week, but I've got uh, Boston this weekend. Sweet. And the Celtics are playing on two of the three nights of my shows. Mm. During the shows. Oh, God. Damn. It's like pretty shitty. But did you already, but did you no, sell I, I'm all saying, the tickets already? It's also game one and game two. That's no, good. it's game oh. three and four. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. It's I'm sorry, right. dude. I'm pretty sure it's game three and four. Maybe it's, no, you know what? It's game, I think it's going to be game two and three. It's a little better. Yeah. Game two and three. Even so. It'll be all right. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Nothing to be done. Dude, when we were in Denver, uh, obviously we, it's like the sort of place where legal weed began mm-hmm. here. Uh, we, so we're at the airport and before we go inside, I was not smoking, but some people in the group were smoking before we walked into the airport, yeah. right outside of the airport. And then we sort of like went our separate ways. Some people had pre-checked, some people didn't, whatever. And I'm on the escalator and this guy turns around he goes, pardon me. He said, pardon me. He goes, by any chance, was that y'all outside smoking loud? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I was like, what? A, I did not expect the hardest slang term at the end of that sentence. No. When right. that guy started off being so proper. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. By any chance, was that y'all smoking that loud? And, and, and what, how, where did it go from there? We were like, yeah, I guess like it was us. And he was like, nice. Oh, so he, was, he wasn't going to admonish you? No, no. He was, he was just... A very odd conversation that's starter. Cool. That's cool. And I don't know why he felt the need to say pardon but me. That, that's something I would do. You would do that? I would do that to kids. <laughs> but would you say that loud? I would try to use a word that I had seen on TikTok to make them think that I was more with it than I actually am. I would like to see you casually asking people if they were smoking loud. And I would be doing it wearing like a kid <laughs> super t-shirt and, you know, some talking about my mac miller f- obsession <laughs> and they're like you know they're like you know he passed away right and you're like I mean, yeah, I know yeah that's- i totally knew that totally knew i that. know he passed R.I.P. away he's from he <laughs> did he died in dumbo which is where i live did he really yeah oh my god pretty sure this is where he died he didn't die in dumbo no you sure about that you knew that dude you knew that <laughs> what if i'm right where did he die he died in la yeah Mm-hmm. Little, little town called Dumbo, L.A. <laughs> uh, the Hollywood Hills? Where? Studio oh, City. Mm. Yeah. Dude, um, we went Studio to the weed City store. Studio is where he died, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dude, the wake, baby. The I just... sound of health. Sound the sound of Hangobi. Mm. Um, the Wake, which is my current favorite flavor, just got a new shipment of these puppies. They are delicious. They really are. 
it's it's uh it's quite smooth and the first sip reminds you um that life is going to be okay <laughs> that is actually true you know and it's nice because in a moment where you need a little bit of a sort of reset reboot whatever yeah. uh if you're hungover you're tired or if or you're the chilling. pilot on your passenger plane has uh, had a stroke <laughs> and is nodded off and is drooling and you have to take over the controls you find one of these things in the mini beverage cart you <laughs> You're landing that plane without even calling the air traffic tower. You just say, I got this. I got it. Um, dude, yeah, this is a great drink. You can even you can use it for anything. Uh, great as a mixer with alcohol as well. If you feel like being really frisky. Mm. Uh, literally says that on the can. Um, this flavor, the wake. Now you say lemon. it literally says that on the can. Uh, did you think that I didn't believe you? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I would have to say. Yeah, I could. I didn't have to say literally there. There you go. Thank well you, done. I'm glad we uh, cleared that up. That was an essential and waking moment. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Le- lemon cayenne. That was very good. Blood orange <laughs> and L-theanine. Uh, it's just a great drink, guys. It really is delicious. We highly encourage you guys to get to get some cases of the Hangover because we swear by it. And you can go to hangover.com. Promo code Oops. I'm hung. Yep. 30% off. That's a huge discount. Oops, I'm hung. Hangobi.com. H-A-N-G-O-B-I.com. Oops, I'm hung. 30% off. Go get yourself some delicious beverages. I had a good zinger in the weed store, dude. We walk in there. <laughs> Chris remembers this. I walk into the weed store and I say to Leah, I'm like, how many times a day does someone come in here and go, oh, smells good in here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was pretty proud of that. I was pretty uh-huh. proud of that. Dude, the, was the other night I was having like a very deep conversation about something with like Danny Palmer. I just, we had finished a night of doing spots, whatever, and we're talking about life or something. And some guy walks by, he's like, I borrowed a lighter. And we're like, sure, we give this guy a lighter. i like, let's go borrow my lighter. And he starts sitting there trying to light whatever he's smoking. And like we're in the middle of the conversation and the guy then gets involved in the conversation. He goes, mm. yeah, man, that's why you got to appreciate what you got. <laughs> and we're like, hey, hey, yeah. random guy, down yeah. and out guy. Thanks for, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, now I can't we're ha- stand that. I can't stand that. Now we're having this like deep conversation about I life. I hate with this when guy people who are dropping. not part of my conversation get involved. Strangers. <laughs> do you Dude, know what i mean it can, yeah yeah it was so surprising that it was like kind of funny mm. but like i hear you you know it's I like i don't not, like that at all it's been happening a lot lately too people just inserting themselves in your convo yeah and then carrying on as though there was an invitation in and there's no way to get out of it if you're a polite person right yeah regard totally which is such a like manipulative, manipulative tactic. Yeah. That now like I have to be like you. Sh- I don't know. You just be like, dude, fuck off, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. You feel like a dick. Yeah. By the way, we're barreling down towards our wedding. Oh, you sure are. You're staring down. It's coming up, dude. It's like really making its way here. It seems so far away. I'm ready to rip. I got all my stuff reserved. Let me let me run something by you. Okay. There was an idea for something that the group was going to do on on the night before the wedding like the friday or whatever an activity mm-hmm. and sierra had the idea that everyone should wear white for it mm-hmm. and i said i don't think that's a good idea 
Why don't you think it's a good idea? And why does she want to? Um, because, well, I'll, I'll just tell you what it is. There's an idea that we're going to like get a boat and go around the Portland Harbor. Oh, fun. You know, just kind of like the wedding parties. Mm-hmm. So you guys would be in it. And, um, and she thought it'd be fun to like have everyone dressed in like in white. That that would be the dress code for that. But I didn't, I did thought that that, to me, that felt temptation islandy. Like Love Island E. Yeah, but like, but it's not a cast of people looking for love. It's like, no, I know, it's but like it's a, like to, to have everyone wearing a, 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 a very, a, it's, it's like a midsummer. It's like before meets, Labor Day. It's fun. It's yeah. Like, but, but even she was like, I think it's kind of like the Kennedys or whatever. And I was like, I don't think the Kennedys wore all white. <laughs> they would wear like linen striped shirts and khakis and, you know, corduroy. Like Seersucker. Yeah. I don't know. It was, a little less on the nose than an all white, pure, lacy, linen-y, everyone wear. To me, everyone on a boat wearing white, the people who wear white on a boat are the people who work on the boat, too. Interesting. Like the crew wears they white. They have that little white and blue you Look at a yacht. Yeah, everyone on that yacht is wearing little sneaks. White. <laughs> yeah. Little white sneaks. Dude, so when, it's funny. The all white thing, my first thought was just like my sort of like darkest period of my life in my opinion as far as like who i was where i was wearing all white going to like some white party at some like club and <laughs> every picture i'm in i'm not smiling and, and holding a lit cigarette when was this when <laughs> 2006 oh. star room the hamptons dude wow. wearing all white making fit like why was this the darkest period of your Cause life? Because I was just a tool, dude. I'm like looking back at pictures and stuff. I'm like, dude. But did you know that you were a tool? No, I thought I was so sick, dude. So then you, okay, so it wasn't dark <laughs> mentally for you. No, no. I thought I was the fucking man, dude. Uh-huh. I was killing it, going to the club, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. God. But yeah, Sweet. wearing all white, like Euro bagging it up. What's that mean? It's like looking like a guy who fucking hangs out at San Ambrose. You know that place? <laughs> It's like these people who like wish that they were the French Riviera at all times. Yep. Which, by the way, I told Hillary that I'm intending. So we're gonna go. To, we're going to Monte Carlo this summer. What? Yeah, which I'm looking forward to. What for? We have a wedding kind of nearby. So we're like, where? Uh, like in in like northwestern Italy. So uh-huh. you know, hop, skip, and a jump, effectively. So I told her I was like, I'm wearing an extremely Monte Carlo esque outfit the entire time. Good. Good, you have to. And she goes, yes. can you please not prank me for the entirety of our no, vacation? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you like, need no. to. Life is all about buying outfits for trips. Tight pants and yep. a cotton polo tucked into those pants. Yes, yes. And sunglasses and perhaps a little hat. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck yes. Perhaps a little hat. Like a straw fedora type Something thing? Something like that. Yeah, very good, dude. Very you. good. I like the sound of that. I'm looking forward to it. It's that. not up to them (laughs) nope you know these trips are for us don't stop my shine we get to celebrate ourselves and our individuality when we're on trips i get when we're around other people you need me to be presentable i'll do my part but (laughs) when when it's our trip and i'm on my vacation i am wearing whatever the i'm swinging i'm gonna look like a guy who raises his hand to get the waiter's attention as if you were in fourth grade (laughs) science class (laughs) that's what i want to look like that all the time dude Pardon. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Who just says like uh <laughs> only is you're only gonna use your French for for the start of each sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Monsieur, 
Yes, I would like a uh, a cafe au lait, like just a in and out. Yeah, all little, the vocab words. Yeah. Cook, monsieur. Yeah, the Alec Baldwin. Garçon. Uh, very good. Um, how do we get onto that? Oh, we were talking about the all white. Um, I mean, dude, yeah, I don't know. Theme Friday sounds like a good time. I'm not a fan. So you know, Nixon the theme. I put theme my foot mixed. down. Cool. But so that what's the mean, plan? That doesn't what's the mean that it's going to be that it's going to go through. Uh, I think the the plan is that the wedding parties are going to go out for a little cocktail cruise uh, on the afternoon and then go back to the hotel. Everyone get gussied up for the rehearsal dinner. We Sweet. go over there and then the um, the whole wedding, you know, welcome drinks thing is at the same place that the rehearsal dinner is at. So it'll Sweet. become that fun. Yeah. And then we go out into if we want, we can go out in Portland that night and get super bombed. Great. Should I get super bombed the night before my wedding? Probably not. Should I look really puffy and <laughs> with bloodshot eyes and delirious well, that on actually, my wedding day? So does that actually happen for real? Oh boy, dude, I can get that way. I always wonder about that when people are like, Do I look hungover? And I'm like, you just look like you. Like no, what are you talking about? I mean you you wouldn't you could notice. You could notice. You'd be like, Man, your skin looks blotchy. Really? Yeah, if I really if so I really careful. turned it on. You don't want to do that though. No, but I think it'd be fun. If I it'd be fun if this if, could if be, I like yeah. barely made it to my wedding. Not the puffy effect you were going for. If originally. I'm like swaying up there, trying not to throw up, that'll make things way more interesting. Dude, there's no way you're being serious. I I don't know, man. I want I like to spice things up a little. I want to throw a little bit of a curveball into my own wedding. Like, and baby, I vow to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Throw up in her mouth as we go for our kiss, <laughs> like a bird. Oh my like god, goddamn dude. bird, mom. Um, I think that would be fun. Yeah, I mean, listen, dude. All these people gathered in one place where I grew up. Going out to the local bars in Portland where that where I got beat up that time, God. Why can't we just do that Saturday night? Well, we could, but then um, I have to uh, be careful because on Sunday I have to fly to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> what time is that? Is I'm that more nervous flight? about not being hungover for my flight to Africa than I am about my actual wedding evening flight. Yeah, a connection. Well, we fly 11 o'clock. We leave Boston straight to Paris. Yeah, There's Paris a one-hour layover in Paris, which is making me very nervous. Yeah, it's not great. And then from Paris to Kenya. Cool. That's going to be sad. There are sort of equal length flights to eight, eight-and-a-half-hour flights or whatever. I know I keep doing this every single time you talk about your honeymoon, but there's really a lot of good parallel content for your guys' trip. That I don't know if you'd even if it's too good that you just feel like it would be a spoiler. But if you want to get gassed up for it, that new uh, nature show on Netflix has really good Kenya. The one episode. on by Obama. Yeah, I watched it. Did you like it? I did. I liked it. The yeah. the um, national park in mm -hmm. Kenya, and then they do the gorilla scene. They do the gorilla scene. Yeah, I wanted to see more of that when yeah. I was watching. Yeah, I needed but. more. I needed more gorillas. Um, We're gonna get. We'll get some gorilla content. for Very you. exciting, dude. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Dude, this morning, uh, Hill Dog on a call, sitting there focused. And what better gift to give to your focused significant other than a fresh cup of Joe? Nothing. Brewed nothing yourself better. in your kitchen, Brooklyn Roasting Company. That's exactly right. I got. I'm at this point now where even the sound of coffee beans being ground 
makes me salivate. <laughs> it's Gets a really the, nice it turns on the waterworks in the back of my mouth. <laughs> smells like home, dude. Yeah, it's so good. I just know what taste is coming. And uh, I know this is getting a little sexual, but that's <laughs> that's usually what happens when that we're talking about happens. our Oops Beans <laughs> blend from Brooklyn Roasting Company. <laughs> Gets the juices flowing, brings a little lead to the pencil. Uh, <laughs> it helps you rise to the occasion. We are huge fans. We've got our own coffee. That's Brooklyn Roasting, one of the top incredible roasteries in the country. Highly regarded, highly touted, and we've got our own coffee. It's really cool. It's the Oops Beans. <laughs> Go to brooklynroasting.com. Use promo code OOPSBEANS. Get yourself at least four to ten tins of Oops Beans. They're delicious. It's amazing coffee. You won't regret it. We love it. We love you. Buy Pro- some today. Yeah, Promo code OOPSBEANS, 5% off your order. BrooklynRoastingCompany.com. Get in there. Mm. Um, dude, speaking of which, my parents are in Italy right now. Mm. It's sort of a combination of visiting all the family and doing some fun stuff. They got inspired to do a little cooking class, do some cooking classes. Do your parents like to cook? I can see your dad being a, a good cook. So my mom is a very good cook. My dad has become one. Mm. He's beca- He can like make a few things well, but he's not yeah. like a good cook, per se. My mom is, is the cook. Uh but there anyway, they're doing cooking classes and having fun. That's great. Um, which is a fun thing to do when you're good at cooking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some people be like, oh, why do I need to do that? I don't know how to cook. You know what I mean? They have right. a good attitude about it. But I get a DM from this like influencer. I think I showed you this. Yeah, you did. Uh, this is amazing. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I get this message on Instagram being like, well, I got one, uh, one from my parents then after too, which is pretty funny, but I'll read the one from the girl first. If I can find it. Sorry. Um, one second. Okay, here we go. Hey, I did a cooking class with your parents in Italy today. <laughs> I told them how I was a podcaster and comedian in New York, in New York, and they told me you were also a podcaster comedian. So I wanted to introduce myself. Uh, and I get a thing from my parents that was pretty funny too, saying ran into two girls from NY. They go to the stand and know Hess and Hannah Burner. Uh, I'm like, Dad, Hess, you're calling Ashley yeah, Hess. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, Love that. They're in our cooking class. They sent you a pic. Christina has a podcast, a la Girls Gotta Eat. Mm. Okay, we'll see about what's the, that. What's the girl's name again? Her name is The Beauty Chicky. I mean, she's got a ton of followers. She has a she's lot of followers. big time, big, big deal. Beauty Chicky. Dude, and then I was like, oh, ha, that's so funny. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, your parents were like telling me their whole life story. I was like, all right, t- take it easy, toots. Take it easy over uh, there, all right? <laughs> calm, calm down. Uh, yeah, my brother was in freaking Costa Rica, my entire family out of the country, which I've never like, mm, good for them, dude. Mm, giving me a little bit of a urge. Here's something. Get moving. What's up? I knew um, a, a girl in college who I think her brother passed away while she was in college. It was really tragic. And... From that day forward, um, I think she had one other sibling. And from that day forward, um, her parents would not fly together. Even if they were both going somewhere at the same uh, okay. time, they I've would take heard, different flights this. because they didn't oh, want to maroon the right. kid and both perish together. Do you think that's smart? No. It's really over the top. It's over the top. I understand the fear of flying. I do. Because if something goes wrong, you know, on a 747, you're fucking done. There's no, there's no like middle. It just doesn't happen that much. 
Right. It doesn't happen enough for you to be legitimately scared of it. Well, and I know that fear is irrational. Yeah. What were you going to say? Well, the, the the yeah. On one hand, yes, you have mitig You've stopped the the possibility. Well, you haven't entirely, but you've lowered the chance <laughs> that both parents will die in a plane crash. But you have increased the chance that one, one of them right. will die in a plane crash, because it's like right. okay, one plane's going to go down today. If right. we're not, if we should spread out to try to hit that one more, right, right, right. No, no, dude, I like super fucked. No, it's true though. I mean, the did the brother die in a plane crash? No. Okay. Which that's the only way that that would like feel more like reasonable. Yeah, but then, then even statistically speaking, what are the odds? It's like, another, well, that was yeah. the one that we we've we've dodged that bullet. He took it for us. Yes, if we're statistically speaking, ends the conversation. You know what I mean? With how and it's true, it's true. Like, what are the odds that two of us survive separate or end up in separate? Extremely, extremely small. Extremely small. Yeah. You hear stories about people like uh, I have a friend who's uh, wants to get married in Italy, but his fiance's parents have never been on a plane. And when they come to New York, they drive here from like the Midwest. So they can't get married in Sicily because the parents just like won't go on a plane. Wow. And the whole argument about like you're way more likely to die in a car crash, like it just like doesn't resonate with everybody. No, I know that. And it's just it it just is what it is. You know what I mean? There's nothing Yeah. Ryan, what is the likelihood of dying in a plane crash? Look at this. He's already got it up. He knew <laughs> we were gonna ask him that. So there there's a one in an eleven million chance. That your plane is going to crash, but that statistic is misleading because smaller planes crash more than bigger. Yeah, planes. so I, that I'm talking commercial. Okay, and then One when it comes 11 to eleven million, yes, that's bananas. It's bananas. That's nothing. And then to compare it for a motor vehicle death, it's one in five thousand. Wow, which that's is significantly so much more better. That's not it's like comparing them is insane You're, i don't like flying and that makes me feel a little bit better 11 million is that's so <laughs> why did i say that <laughs> <laughs> that's like my most extreme it, may, it, it worked yeah maybe you even... should beep that out <laughs> beep it beep it for the kids beep at it. home um, um man that's that feels like lottery numbers you know i told you about the klm pilot guy thing right because this ties in so perfectly with this, I'll tell it in case I've already. But really it. quick, if it's one in eleven million, then the idea that um, your brother would have—I feel like I don't know. No, because then it, the odds reset. You're I didn't just, think about it. I didn't think about it once. Yeah, I wasn't like, oh my god, if every my entire family dies in plane crashes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no. So I was very quickly. We talked to this uh, commercial pilot in William Barcelona who flies for KLM, and he was sort of telling us how he's not scared. He's like, "You guys literally have nothing to be scared of." He's like, "I've been flying commercially for twenty years. I've maybe been scared for five minutes total in that entire time." And we're like, "Whoa, really?" And like, what happened during that five minutes? And he then just fell asleep in the middle of his co of the conversation. What? Which is like going from a moment of having complete and utter confidence to now being like. Great, my pilot has narcolepsy. <laughs> this is exactly what I need to, you know. You know something I've noticed? Let me ask you this. Well, I have two thoughts. The first is there was a, a 
this is good that we're talking about this because there was a a news story that popped up where uh, a guy was in a little plane and the pilot fell as, like had a stroke or something. Jesus. Became incoherent. And so this passenger had to land the plane with no flying experience. It's like Indiana Jones, dude. And he did it. He was talking to the control tower. They were walking him through how to gradually bring the, you know, decrease your altitude. And he did it. He landed it fine. Oh, my God. And um, it made me wonder, you know, does that, does that piss off pilots? That, that story that yeah that uh, they kept emphasizing this guy had no flying experience and then the pilots were like well it's astonishing that somebody that with no flying experience could do this and it made me think like, well yeah clearly you don't need any experience to fly an airplane <laughs> you could be a dumb idiot you don't need any skill whatsoever you just need to be along for the ride you need to be in the right place at the right time but dude what about all those switches airplane yeah i think that's all smoke and mirrors i think that's all a way for them to justify trumping up the cost of tickets dude you know and the fact that they're lowering our baggage allotments and not bringing out peanuts anymore you know all that fancy mumbo jumbo jargon air traffic control tower clear for runway on take off you look like a pilot i could just be like hey guys um i don't know how to fly a plane but I'm seeing an open road in front of me. Can I go? And they'd be like, sure. And then I would take off. Dude. No experience. You got to be careful, bro. This is bad karma. You're putting it out there, dude. You should be a pilot for Halloween. Are you though, do you, do you, you think look that, great as a pilot. You think that if I'm on an airplane where the, the pilot has a stroke, that I'm going to be the one loser who cannot land the plane with no experience? I'll tell you what. I ain't betting on you, dude. <laughs> I ain't telling <laughs> That, that the Lord, that the God of flying is going to smite me down. I ain't betting on you. That I'm going to hit some switch that's going to cause a wing to fall off <laughs> and be like, ah, fuck. I didn't think those did anything. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Oh, well, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of saying this uh, as a joke because occasionally uh, one of uh, Sierra's stepdad will listen to the pod and he's a phenomenal pilot and i'm i'm trying to get under his bonnet a little bit uh oh because what he i hope he didn't amazing. turn it off yet no his stories are incredible and he's super skilled and it's it's i mean it's like there's nothing more fun to listen to at a dinner than like a pilot telling pilot stories what are those what you. are some of them are there Dude, any like, just like ones? nights there know, we were yeah thirty thousand feet yeah yeah and and and, and scary moments uh, you know, because he doesn't, uh, he wasn't flying um, commercial airlines like his whole career. He was flying for like the mail service in Canada and in these like cargo planes that have no real instruments. There's terrible visibility. A lot of crazy. Kind of- uh, dude, so Brian, our ping pong pal, mm. uh, he whooped my ass the other day. Yeah. And, you know, there's a few things happening there uh, that we're missing. One of them being Hill Dog not being there. I know that she was my good luck charm last time. But also, I was not wearing my Rule of Threads joggers. You idiot. <laughs> Why would you ever set yourself back like that? I know. It was very. It was a poor decision, a yeah. poor miscalculation on my well, part. You probably wearing some really stiff, you know, jeans or something. I, it, whatever I was wearing, it did not get the job done. No. And Brian, if you're listening, next time we run it back, you bet your ass I'm going to have my ass in a pair of Rule of Threads. Yeah, big caboose, caboose stuffed into a nice, stretchy, comfortable pair of the menswear basics and essentials that you'll find from Rule of Threads. They're joggers, 
They're amazing. Uh, we love them. Uh, you can get amazing t-shirts. Really good t-shirts. The, the t-shirt that you need as a guy. Yes. And dude, if you like the tea, the thing that's amazing about it, you know, God forbid when it runs its course, you will be able to get that exact t-shirt again. Right. Same cut, same fit, same fabric. Color. Uh, and they fit. They're, they're a unique fit. Like mm -hmm. they sort of are, are very kind of like, uh, what's the word when something looks good? It like compliments you as a mm -hmm, man. Mm -hmm. Makes you look more manly. Yeah, that's I true. feel more manly when I'm wearing a Rule of Threads t-shirt. I love that. I love you that can use that you. as a quote, guys, at Rule of Threads. Yeah. I feel more manly in a Rule of Threads t-shirt. I'm not even joking. We could all use a little boost to our uh, masculinity these days. Uh, <laughs> men have really had a hard time for a long time lately. Men have fallen off. Put men back on the map. <laughs> RuleofThreads.com, promo code OOPS20. You get 20% off. God, I think what I'm intending to do is every season I'm going to do like a big rule of threads buying spree to get all the stuff that I need yeah. so that I don't have to think about it. Like those days where I don't want to think about what I'm going to wear, just throw on my rule of threads and I'm good. Bingo. Rule of threads.com, promo code oops20, you get 20% off. Get in there. Dude, also, I'm reading um, uh, the summer of like 1927 or something, like one great summer or something like Bill Bryson. It's just about this one summer, and I think it's the year 1927 where so many things happened in America mm -hmm. and around the world, but especially in America. Stock market um, crash. Charles Lindbergh completed uh, the, the first transatlantic flight. And what he did, first of all, there was this race going on where it was like a lot of pilots were jockeying to be the first. And they were just going off and dying. Oh my god! I mean, dude. they they were like not making it. The and Alex they were Honnold never... The Alex 1927, dude. Yeah, never being heard from again. Just going in the water in the middle of the Atlantic. And it's like, Jeez. ah, yep, we didn't hear from him. He's gone. Oh, my God. And um, Lindbergh made it, and he was the first. And How many people died? I don't know, but a bunch. Pilots were dying all the time Jesus. back then. Um, and he, w he did it with, like, the dude, he was, he had no sights, you know? He flew for, it took him 36 hours to oh make the flight God. from from uh New York to Paris. Was he like manually refueling the plane? No, like, he he had that was the trickiest part was that like taking off in a plane like that he had to carry so much fuel that they weren't sure that the plane could heavy. even take off. Uh, but it's a single prop plane. It's yeah. a, a propeller in the front. It's going like 100 maybe 100 miles an hour. Dude, it's crazy. I, I don't know. It's nuts. And um he's doing his calculations on his headings and his fuel and his speed and all that on a piece of paper between his knees as he's holding on to the friggin' That's crazy. And he's awake for, you know, 60 straight hours. Dude. And, uh, you know, he never he never missed a checkpoint, whereas other planes that, there were like planes that followed him where they had two or three people on the plane uh including like a navigator a, a pilot and all this and they would like fuck up their bearings and and end up 200 miles south of their intended targets Shit. and he he made it spot exactly. on like didn't miss didn't miss a spot and lucky lucky Lindbergh, dude he became the most famous person on earth the second the wheels yeah. touched it down and dude karmic reversion to the mean though didn't his kid get kidnapped or something? That's correct. And then they, they, they were kidnapped dead? the Lindbergh baby. Yeah, I don't I haven't gotten there yet. I don't know what happens there. I, forget, I don't remember. Um, but uh, okay. So to go back a few steps, um, landing a plane, flying. Should a plane. do real quick plane yeah. situation. Hillary said that she was on a red eye. And speaking of plane speed, 
the pilot it comes on in the middle of the flight, like late at night, and he said this. He goes, I know everyone's sleeping, but we're currently going seven miles, 700 miles per hour because of the tailwind. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> he like thought it was sick. That's <laughs> like not enough. That's a rare number. That's a rare. Velocity. I guess it's like a really high number. If that's what it sounds like to me, but he just like started nerding out. That's like, pretty hey, guys, cool. I, I dig that. Yeah, I'm I down would for dig that. that. I would. I would want to know that. <laughs> oh, this is what I wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. So I have realized that pilots love. Uh, I think this is my theory. <laughs> they like the thank you line when you leave. Yep. Thank you. That is not them being uh, an ambassador for the airline and thanking the passengers. Thanks for flying Delta today. You know, that's them. That's them coming off stage at a comedy club like we do and wanting to get the affirmation of our show. Interesting. So if you stay in the cockpit, you're one of the people who does not want it. Is that even an option? Do you have to yeah, say bye to people? I, I don't think you need to get up and stay by. You've got the the flight attendants are saying goodbye. Thanks for flying. Thanks for flying. Have a great day. Goodbye. Mm. Baggage on carousel 13. Whatever. And But the pilot will come out. You know, he puts, puts his cool hat on. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But no, you're thanking, you're thanking him. I always thank them. And by the way, they deserve it. I'm thanking, they they I'm thanking the shit out of those pilots. Dude, so they were, tell, they were saying that you get like a uh, post 9-11, you get like a kind of terrorism training. Uh, and they say that like if a terrorist was holding a knife to a flight attendant's neck and said, I'm going to slit her throat. You're supposed to let them slit her throat. Yeah. They teach you that. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. fucked up? He's like, do it. <laughs> See if I care. Dude, it's crazy. You think I haven't trained for this moment? <laughs> Dude, fucking A, man. That's, That's crazy. crazy shit. That's yeah, crazy. That's crazy shit. Um, okay, I got some. Yeah. Yeah, the show, The Flight Attendant. Kelly Cuoco. Chris has so you know who's on that tenor. show in the first season, the first episode of season one? Is, I just uh, watched the first episode. Yeah, the guy night. from uh, Summer House. Carl. No. Luke. Luke, yes. Sorry. he's He like hooked up with her. Yeah, he, he's yeah. her like one night stand or whatever. Yeah. He's he's a dead guy. What was it? That's no. No, no, no. No. Luke is like, it's like literally the first moment. Oh, of the yeah, wow. The Holy guy shit. with tattoos who's really handsome. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched the first episode last night. It seems pretty interesting. It's a fun show. I tried. We tried. No? It's fun. So okay. I got a couple episodes in, kind of. It was a little too goofy yeah. for a murder show. It's not like, it doesn't like feel real. Yeah, but it, that little, didn't take me out of it. It was it, a little but... kind of farcical. It felt like a murder farce. Interesting. Which I'm not in the mood for. Yeah. The first episode was good. So I'm curious. Yeah. It's sort of like that, like Steve Martin show. I, yes. couldn't, I couldn't get into that. Only murders in the building. Exa- same exact thing. Yeah. yeah. I watched an episode. I was like, this is too couldn't, couldn't do it. Silly. Yeah. Um, Dude, I, I don't know if I ever told you guys this story. This is a pretty funny miscalculation story that I think you'll enjoy. When I was living in LA for a while, um, I worked at this show where I've told you guys famously I would ride my bike to it. I was like a PA. And a couple other people on the show, like there's this one girl uh, and she was like really nice, whatever. And before I was about to leave, she's like, hey, do you want to go on a date with me? Nice. And I was like, wow, well, a date with me? That's cool. I was like, wow, sure. Well, that's so cool. And I honestly like wasn't that in- interested. So I started kind of texting some other guys who worked there. I'm like, hey, I, like, I'm almost like bragging a little bit. I'm like, check this out. Like, She asked me on a date. And they're like, oh, like, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I maybe am not really feeling it, but like, maybe I'll just like go because I feel bad. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, like whatever. I arrived to the date 
and it's my surprise going away party. There was no date. There was never a date. Oh my God. <laughs> and the people at the surprise going away party are the guys who I was texting me like, dude, can you believe this? <laughs> <laughs> but what so I just a, look like a fool. But no, because what a better situation that you're, they all planned a surprise party for you. I know, but I've I've now agreed to go on a date. So now I think I'm going on yeah, a but date. You, and she's like, oh, I'm actually not interested in you like that at all. Yeah, but you... There's something about it. You had the paper trail to be like, I wasn't excited about it anyway. Right, but I can't actually prove that. She doesn't know that I didn't want to. Well, you wouldn't want her to know because that would hurt her exactly. feelings. So now I'm in but this like, the weird... But all the people, everyone else knew. You were texting around being like, eh, yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. She's not really my type, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, that, there were a lot of moments for that whole thing to backfire. I know. That was a dangerous... Yeah, wow. That's a that's a really weird way to <laughs> concoct a, a ruse to get you in for the, the surprise I party. I know. We were going on a hike as a date, which I've never gone... I don't believe I've ever gone on a daytime first date. Have you? For sure, I, I don't think, think I have. Dude, I love Magic Spoon, man. You do? <laughs> I sure do. I had a feeling. It's delicious. I don't know what we're doing, what voice this is. <laughs> it's my Josh Adam Myers impression. I love Magic Spoon, oh, man. Oh, okay. That's impressions. Yeah, that's pretty uh, good. Dude, I really do. It's a delicious cereal, and it's fun to eat something delicious that doesn't make you feel bad. Right. You know what I mean? There's a lot of protein. It makes you full. It's good for you know pre-workout, post-workout. Yeah. can fit all of your fitness uh, and lifestyle needs. Do you ever blend the t uh, two two or more flavors? You dirty dog, Sometimes I do. I'll, you, I'll do the peanut butter and the cookies and cream. Dude, it's an incredible thing to be doing. Or I'll do peanut butter and... Uh, well, it's basically any other flavor as long as peanut butter's in it. Also the fruity and the frosted are a good combo. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Although, guys, heads up. Be careful. The honey nut flavor does have one gram of sugar. Watch yourself. <laughs> Watch yourself. Only 140 calories a serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-friendly, uh, gluten-free, excuse me, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. You can build your own box. Nine flavors to choose from, kids. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cookies and cream, maple waffle, blueberry muffin, cinnamon roll, honey nut. And even more exciting, they've just brought back their cereal bars, which were so popular that they're back permanently, which is the per perfectly convenient on-the-go companion for your cereal. Guys, go to magicspoon.com slash oops to grab a custom bundle of cereal and be sure to use our promo code oops at checkout. That'll get you $5 off your order. Uh, again, magicspoon.com slash oops, promo code oops, that'll get you five bucks off. You know, it, it, it occurred to me, I don't know, out of nowhere. Um, I mean, obviously I haven't been on a date in, on a, on a first date and whatever three and a half years mm. but yeah that concept feels so weird to me now mm -hmm. how do you ask someone out on a date you know what i mean it doesn't seem real yeah it's like hi would you like to spend time where there's a lot on the line right. you know like where 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 you know that this is more than just two people hanging out there's like so much if, to gain though if but the stakes if, are high yeah if they're if things go according to the way that things often go we're going to have sex with each other yeah and if we don't by the third time of us hanging out i this is a failure <laughs> this is all a waste of time like what a 
ridiculous, you know, expectation and uh, sort of calculus that has become sort of the norm. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, it's a crazy thing. The thing that, okay, so. Isn't that right? It's like three dates? I don't necessarily know. like Or um, less? So, you know, yeah, or less, but it just, it depends. You know, it's kind of like a give or take. It's like, how long do I, how long am I willing to wait? Mm-hmm. They sort of gauge that well too, whatever. But dude, like, in my opinion, the best first date scenario is like a person that you like are sort of vibing with and then you like go for an ask him on a date. Like that's fun. As opposed to just like, unfortunately, you know, online dating is very efficient, but like it takes away the element of like, Ooh, I know I vibed with this person, I think, or like I'm, I met them. I saw them in the wild. I'm not, now I'm trying, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's like something fun about that. Uh, I don't know. Yes. Agreed. Chris, what do you got? Oh, I have a story that pertains to this. It's just, it's kind of, I don't know, whatever. I was on a date with this girl at this wine bar in the East Village, and it's a very tightly packed in wine bar. Was it Aria Wine Bar? Uh, no. Aria Wine Bar is very tight. No, it wasn't, but Sorry. I'm sure it's just a, the same. Right. So yeah. whatever, we're having this date. It went, it was going good. And then, so there's two people sitting right to the to the right of us, and it's like in the window, and then we're sitting right there. And then so... <laughs> They finally get down and they go to leave and they're like, and she's like, oh, hey, are you Chris from Oops, the podcast? Come on. And I was <laughs> are like, you for real? Oh, yeah, yeah, I am. Thanks for. Fuck yeah. yeah but then man. I was like, oh, so you just listened to our whole day too, huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, so yeah. That person's probably listening to this. So thanks for the uh, confidence boost. Yeah. Also kind of weird, but thanks. I don't no, know. That's that amazing. <laughs> Now, now, did the girl that you were with was did that did that do anything for her? Is uh, kind of, I guess. I don't know. Did it move the needle? Yeah, was I she guess like, so. whoa? I wasn't planning <laughs> I to, know. you know, smooch, but now that you're no, no, no getting no. noticed, no, no, no. smooch Rooney, no. No? no, no. Was this how long ago was this? Uh, in February. Gotcha. I think I told you guys. I don't remember. Yeah, that. I, I okay. yeah. vaguely remember, but dude, yeah, it's that's solid. awesome. Throwing it you a bone. Very, it was also like, oh, you were listening to that whole thing, huh? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, who cares? Uh, I wonder how I did. How did I do? If you're listening to this, send an email. She's like, I was just listening to you on the way here. I was like, that's kind of weird, but thank you. I appreciate it. I love it. Dude, embrace it, bro. Yeah. The like the thing that would give me anxiety about first dates would be like, I want to pick a place that's good. But I want to know that like I can get a good table and stuff. Yeah, sure. And I don't want it to be too expensive either. Like especially when I was like going on dates a bunch, I had like no money, dude. So I had to like figure out the perfect balance of all those things. And what I would end up doing is just going to the same places over and over again a lot of the time. That's fine. Because I was sure that it would be fine. I think that's totally fine, man. Imagine going on a date and not getting in. The guy won't let you in. You can't get in. That's crazy. Can you imagine? You're you're toast. You're fucking done. Uh, it's game over. You all, you, that's advice I have to anybody going on first dates. You should have a backup plan just in case. Yeah. Or if the date kind of goes longer than you expected, or if you're going to go for more, like you should have the every possibility of the night planned out. Yeah. You need to show that you're in control if you were the one yeah. planning. You know, you talking about this uh, is making me remember how fun it, it can be to go on dates. And um, Sierra and I are going to go out to dinner in like a week or two. And... Uh, we don't we don't really go out all that often intentionally date night you know a lot yeah. of the times we'll be out in the Should city on a friday yeah, yeah, yeah. and we'll just be like ah oh, we're hungry let's go grab food but like outfits picked out thinking about what we're gonna wear 
Maybe a little spritz of cologne. Ooh, baby. Yeah. Ooh, By the way, baby. I um, I I thought we were going to uh, do a little hanky panky the other day, and so as a treat <laughs> for her, I spritzed a little cologne on my neck, and then we didn't hanky panky, and I had to go work out, and working out with cologne on your neck. I mean, I was almost fainting in the bench <laughs> rack like that sucks man you're sweating through your cologne that's crazy i was almost fainting it made me nauseous so that's that's wild i like i like we know that i like people who smell strongly of fragrance yeah. but when i like walk by a person in the gym who's like real who's did it for the gym too i'm like damn I don't know, man. I don't want to smell like make. I don't want to smell cologne at the gym. Mm. That's a fucking headache. It makes me lightheaded, and I don't like it. It's be It's much better than the person who smells terrible at the gym. Yeah, who's who? You know, they're like, oh, I'm going to the gym anyway. I'm not going to shower before this. Please shower before and after. <laughs> Please put us out of our misery. Would you, you terrible? Would you shower before you got into the pool? Because it said get shower before you get in the pool. Would you do that? If there's like a shower there that you can like rinse off in, maybe I would never. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. Because I wanted surprise, my, surprise. I yeah. wanted my first wetness to be the pool. Oh, okay. I don't. I wanted that wet sensation. I wanted to go from dry, hot day to dive slash jump into the pool experience total wetness then dude where are these public pools you're swimming in <laughs> you know i <laughs> was a kid as a kid okay, okay. you go to a, a pool beach club or yeah whatever. whatever you know ymca bullshit mm. uh it always say that but i would never want that i would never because that walk from the shower to the pool the you get cold though and though it's clinging your bathing suit's clinging to you I don't know, man. I don't like that. Dude, mm -mm. shout out to all the competitive swimmers who are in the pool at 5 a.m. in the middle of the fucking winter. Like, getting yeah. out of bed is impossible to begin with at that time. I don't get it. Before school, you're just in a pool and it's freezing. In I know you're pool. inside. It's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. It is not cool. Swimmers rule. Now, <laughs> did you see the Chris Stefano clip um, where he's on Burt Kreischer's podcast? talking about missing not. his daughter's childhood I have not. he starts crying really it's really profound crazy he's like i'm watching my daughter grow up on facetime i'm the only parent that hasn't been to her swim meets you know i'm watching her swim through a phone mm. and he's like i'm so I, i've made all this money i've made a ton of money but i've missed my daughter's childhood or something it was mm. really moving wow I gotta check it out. I I commented. Uh, I'm so glad that I got to watch this clip, so that I can, uh, not I, I but before I have children, so that I can not have children and focus entirely on making money. Mm. <laughs> and people liked that. Nice, nice, dude. That's not what I'm gonna do though. You little zinger. I know you have a, the the master plan, dude. I don't know what the plan is. You have a time. You have a rough timeline. I don't know. We know, know, dude. We know. We know you got a little rough time. Oh well, man. I go back and forth on the kids thing. Wanting to have them or not? No, just just thinking it's going to be hard, really hard, and totally consuming versus doable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. I have that same inner conversation. 
it's just, yeah. I'm always kind of like, but how am I going to do this if I do that? And then how am I, and then I'm just like, all right, I don't know, dude, I guess it'll work out. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I People with less time than us have been having kids for thousands of years. Yeah. Think no, about that. Yeah. And the society moves forward. The yeah. human race soldiers on despite scheduling conflicts. <laughs> Gee, I think I, I don't want to call it too early. I don't want to jinx, but I think I may have found a major solution for my sleeping problems. Really? Yeah. What is I it? have been uh, taking a couple puffs of the dadgrass <laughs> CBD at night with a little bit of melatonin. And uh, those two, that, that combination has been keeping me out. Dude, I didn't even know that you were doing an ad read right there. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I thought that we were in between doing odds and that you were sharing something with me. No. And that's how good this, this is. The is truth. This really is the truth. This. The CBD for bed when you have anxiety uh, and are not able to sleep through the night has been an absolute godsend. And I'm almost annoyed that I didn't really think of it earlier um because this has been working so well so uh huge fan of the dadgrass cbd uh and it, it especially if you have any sleeping issues i highly recommend dude that's great yeah i mean it'll just take you back to a time of mellow mellower vibes dude yeah. uh they're just a moment away with dadgrass i really love the tincture the cbd tincture yeah that works too uh you know give put a couple of drops under the old tongaroo um and you're feeling really good without having to be all baked right you know what i mean this right. is uh Legal, smokable CBD. Uh, all Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over, and it ships directly to your door anywhere in the U.S. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off of your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash oops. Go to dadgrass.com slash oops for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash oops. Um, <laughs> what do you say? An email or two? And yeah, please. I'd like that. Get out of here. Um, okay, so this is interesting. This is called Ginger Jim Crush. Hello, oops. Ooh, this is good in, on the heels of what we just talked yeah. about. Do you have any advice on how a girl can approach a guy at the gym in a very cool, calm, and collected way? I have this gym crush. He's a tall, ginger, kind of slim guy, carries around a green tote bag, and looks like he reads. I'm like, okay, is this Francis? <laughs> like, uh, so I think he's an environment, environmentalist intellectual king. Okay. Also Francis. Mm-hmm. I'm just hyper fixating and making my own narrative. But anyway, I think he's cute for context. I'm a senior in college. I'm guessing this guy's between 23 and 26. I've also seen him out at bars two times this past year in Hoboken. Damn. Hoboken at all for mm-hmm. Uh, how do I proceed? Um, and this is, I like this. She goes, oops, Stan live. Use my name. It's generic. I don't give a shit. Nice. <laughs> nice. 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 I think, um, you know, you gotta, uh, smile a lot at this guy and try to get him to notice you and make a plan to go up to the water fountain and fill up your Nalgene or your hydro flask or your camelback at the same time that you see him going up to get a sip, right? I like that. I like that. a little bit of proximity. Raise your hands over your heads. Let those pheromones from your sweaty pits seep into his nostrils. (laughs) like Pepe Le Pew, you know, (laughs) find a way and and, and get on his radar. And if that doesn't work, then just say, fuck it and go up to him and be like, hey, I uh, see you here a lot. Seen you out at the bars. You know, my name's Liv. 
Um, wondering if you uh, want to grab a smoothie sometime after a workout. I like that. I think you could even you could even do something like you could make it funny by being like, "Hey, I'm Liv. I think you're cute. If you want to ask me out, you can." There's something funny to me about the idea of I'm going to ask you out, but you're still going to ask me out. I would respond positively to that personally. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't think she needs to say, I think you're cute. Okay, I fine. think that's implied if she says the second part. True. I think giving him too much of a green light is uh, not always the best plan. So it just it also it depends sort of like where these two are at also in their lives. Like right. is this guy of is this guy of stretch for you or not? Or do you deem yourself very much like It's a major point. Because sometimes like a guy just will never think that he can get a girl, a specific girl, because she's like out of his league. Right. You, showing him that he's wrong about that's important. Uh I don't know. Oh uh, yeah. You know, you know what my version of that would be is um I think writing writing your number on a napkin. You know what you could do? Oh, you could totally do that. This would be yeah, cool. Just give it to him. Write down like a workout. And then at the end of it, write her number. Be like 10 strict dips. She's writing him a workout? 25 barbell bench press. This. Repeat 3X. If you get through that, call me. Oh, that's fun. And, be, and then her number. It's fun. I just did it like in in X amount of time. There's like a kind of a a cool gym element that to that. That is fun. You Isn't know, what that, my move used to be, dude. What's that? If I was trying to pick somebody up at a comedy show, if I like saw somebody that I was like, ooh, like I would either give my number on a napkin as I was leaving, or have the host of the show give my number to them. Yeah, that's cool. And that would typically at least get a text back. That's a cool move. It was that, that's a cool that guy did move. well for me. I used to get I I have gotten this I was gonna sound like I'm bragging, but I, I for whatever reason I did get a lot of napkins with numbers on them sent to me. I like that. People would give them like when you're sitting at a table. Just set up yeah, out to lunch sometimes. Sometimes I would get them I got them from gay men. Mm -hmm. I got them from women. Uh I would get them when I was on dates with the people that I was dating. Mm -hmm. Um That's crazy. Yeah, I'd get them from employees at the places that I was like, there was a matcha place where a girl, like I paid and then she like slid a napkin oh, nice. over. And then you're like, ah, fuck, I can't come here anymore. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I don't yeah. want to embarrass them because I'm not going to text them. Right. And yet I care about this matcha. This is a part of my daily routine. Got to find a new spot. Unfortunately, those matcha places are popping up everywhere. Huh? I know. Well, it it occurred to me that occurred to me. Like I remember thinking that thought, and then I was like, "This is what women have been dealing with for like decades, if not hundreds of years, of like having oh, yeah. to burn just like a favorite. Yeah. They're getting asked out constantly by guys who just aren't reading the signals correctly, and then they feel uncomfortable. This happens. That this is why the, like the whole workplace dynamic. Mm. It, you know, it's like ah, how do I go to work today knowing that my boss right is it trying to bang me like this is i don't know where to go there's nowhere there's nowhere else to go right and then when you reject him you somehow end hurt up your hurt your professional trajectory now he's mean to you yeah <laughs> like are you serious yeah it sucks it's fucked up all right be better men be better everybody 
Ryan, hit us. Oh, Ryan's got a fact for us. We need facts. Keeping the pod honest. All right, so you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, um, you're talking about rice. Yeah. You're talking about how much Remember rice... We've, we've sure come a long way. We've we've come come we've how much rice you could buy combo. with $1,800. <laughs> so in the U.S., the average cost of rice is $0.82 cents per pound. So with $1,800, you can buy... About two thousand one hundred and ninety-five pounds of rice. That's a oh that's God. a ton of it's like rice. An elephant. That's a ton. Over a ton. And that's now think crazy. about this, right? Think about how much one cup turns into. Yeah. I mean, I don't know from a weight perspective, but once it's filled with I the mean, water, it's uncooked. You're I'm talking about yeah, uncooked rice. Jesus. You're talking about I don't know, probably like five to ten thousand pounds of rice. <laughs> that would be plenty that's of rice. So much rice. Rice that's is plenty. so good. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, the podcast. Uh, Francis, you're in Boston. You said this weekend? Yeah, or? I'm ar- I've already done it. Okay. I've already done it, and it had, it went great. So thank you all. And then um, <laughs> and then I'm in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, is uh, sort of the last big road date for, for the time being. Uh, and that's June, I think, 8th and 9th uh, in Wisconsin. Obviously, tickets for that at FrancisSells.com. Awesome. Um, Seattle uh, at the Crocodile, uh, July 28th. Um, I also have dates coming up uh, in Tampa, Wisconsin, Boston, and uh, Charlotte is already on the calendar, but it's in uh, the fall. So I guess you can grab those if you want in October and more of the dates coming to my website also, uh, notjulio.com. That's a little 